0: You're listening to Stand Out, Get Noticed, Episode 235. Hi there, Rockstar, and welcome to Stand Out, Get Noticed. I'm your host, Christina Canters. I'm a speaker, coach, and the founder of The C-Method, where I help high-performing professionals and business leaders to build powerful communication skills. Now, this week, I am over the moon excited because, drum roll, the C-Method Academy has officially launched. Yay! The Academy is my members-only training program and community where you'll learn how to be a more confident and effective communicator and leader in a supportive learning environment. If you've been following me for a while, you know that this is something I've been working on for a long time. So I am super, super excited that it's launched. Now, if you're a fan of this podcast and you would love to take your development to the next level and implement what you learn, right? Not just listen and go, oh yeah, great. And then forget it. No, no. If you want to implement what you learn and see results from it, then the Academy is going to be an amazing program for you. So registrations are open now, um, but they're only open until the end of next week, which is November the 1st. After this, the doors will close and you won't be able to join again until next year. So if overcoming your nerves and anxiety and developing your confidence and impact in the workplace is something you are ready to take action on and actually make happen, then sign up now. You've got to sign up for the academy at thecmethod.com join. That's thecmethod.com join. I cannot wait to work with you. Okay, let's talk about today's podcast. Today, we are exploring the concept of silence. Now, this has been coming up quite a bit with my clients and I did a, um, a Toastmaster speech on this recently, so it's been top of mind. I want you to think about, are you afraid of awkward silence when you speak? Or maybe do you ever notice yourself rambling and talking too much in order to fill the silence? Or when you speak in public, are you afraid of that moment where you take a pause Or maybe you forget what you're saying, only to have everyone staring at you expectantly, waiting for you to to, to say something. And all you can hear is, if this sounds like you, then know that you are not alone, my friend. This is extremely common. You know, I was running a public speaking workshop the other week at Insight Academy, which is an entrepreneur training um, school here in Melbourne. And I asked the group, you know, what is it that you really struggle with when it comes to giving presentations? And one of the, the girls said, I feel really awkward in the silence. And I said, okay, who else feels the same way? And everyone put their hand up. So just know that, you know, it's not just you. So in this episode, I'm going to be exploring why we are so afraid of this silence. And, and my goal is to help you shift the way that you view it firstly shift the way that you view the awkward silence. And I'll also give you some practical strategies for um, for bringing more silence into your communication and becoming okay with it. Now, if you can do this, right, if you can learn to be comfortable with the silence, it's going to help you be a more impactful and effective speaker. Now, I don't care if you're speaking to a group, running a meeting, having a conversation with one person, you know, at networking events. Um, if you can apply this to all those situations. And if you can do this, you'll you'll project confidence and ease, which in turn also puts others at ease, right? There's nothing worse than seeing someone who's really uncomfortable with the silence and they're really awkward. So then you feel really awkward. That's not what we want. So becoming comfortable with silence will help you to reduce your own anxiety and nerves. Sound good? All right, let's get into it. So firstly, I want to explain to you why we are so afraid of the silence. And I'm sure there's many other reasons, but this is the one that I think really hits home and affects most of us. So here's the thing. When we're talking, right, blah, 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 blah. When we're talking, let's say in a presentation, we are adding value right? So we're sharing what we know, we're sharing stories, we're sharing information, we're sharing an update. So what we're saying is adding some sort of value. So in our mind, we think, okay, I'm okay to be up here and talking to these people because I'm sharing value. Now, when we pause, when we stop talking, all of a sudden, it's just us and the audience. And you're literally just standing there and the audience is looking at you. And in our mind, we start to freak out because when we stand there not saying anything, all of a sudden, we're not adding any more value, right? Because we're not talking. So by not talking, it's essentially saying that I am worthy to be here in front of you, just being. Just think about that for a moment. When you stand in front of an audience in silence, it's as if you are saying, I am worthy to simply be right here in front of you. I don't have to add more information. I don't have to talk about my achievements or my background or what I've done. I don't need to share knowledge. I don't have to tell a funny story. I don't have to make you laugh. No, no, I'm okay with simply being here. Now, this is the hardest part of public speaking, right? Standing up in front of people and having them look at you, potentially judging you, potentially making up their own thoughts about you. We can't help if they do that, but that is the scariest thing. You know, I was working with a client the other day and he was telling me that one of the challenges he challenges he has is when he's in a meeting with a um an important stakeholder you know like a senior person um he says that he tends to ramble and when you know I, I asked why why do you ramble he goes oh i'm afraid of of the silence and i explained to him what i just explained to you about you know why we're afraid of the silence and he he took a long pause and he said oh my god i've just realized that um When I he goes, I never finished high school. He said, and all my life, when I've been working in the professional environment, I felt like I haven't been good enough to be in the same room as these very professional, highly educated people. So for him, he didn't feel worthy to simply be in that same room with those people. And as a result, He felt like he had to keep talking and talking and talking and talking and therefore rambling in order to justify why he needs to be there, you know, to justify his existence. So I want you to have a think about if you feel really awkward with with the silence, you feel really awkward with simply standing in front of someone, I want you to think about what is a belief that you have about yourself that might say, I'm not worthy to be here. Or I don't deserve to be here. Maybe it's to do with something like, you know, I'm not smart enough. I'm not intelligent enough. I'm not, I don't have enough experience. I'm too junior. Um, I don't know enough to be here. Now, shifting that type of belief, you know, it's not something you can do in an in an instant, like by listening to this podcast, it can take some work to dig deep and uncover what's really going on. And that's the sort of work that I do you know with my clients to 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 dig deep and to do that. Um, but for this purposes of this podcast, just maybe think about it later, right? It does help to have someone else guide you through it. Um, but that's one thing if there's one thing you take from this podcast, that is it that speaking more, does not necessarily equal more value, right? So you might think, oh, I need to keep talking, keep talking to add more value. That is not the case. It is perfectly fine for you to simply be there and not say anything, all right? Someone's asked you to speak. Someone's put your name forward. Someone's invited you to that meeting. They already believe that you deserve to be there. So you need to start thinking that you you deserve to be there too. All right. Now I want to move on to why silence is a good thing. All right, like I said at the start, my one of my goals for this podcast is to help you shift your belief around silence. So firstly, when you are silent, it allows what you've said to sink in. Now, this is an incredibly powerful communication tool. I found a great quote by O.A. Batista and, and he says, There are times when silence is the best way to yell at the top of your voice. So if you want to make an impact, being silent is actually a really great way to do this. You don't necessarily have to raise your voice or say something super funny or or talk, you know, or or yell or, or talk fast in order to get to make that impact. You can simply just stop talking. And what that does is it allows space for your audience to absorb what you've just said. So if I say a really powerful quote, for example, like, 55% of your communication is communicated through your nonverbals. And now I'm going to talk more about blah, 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 blah. All right. so that's me without being silent. Now, if I was to repeat that and say, Did you know, did you know that 55% of your communication is communicated through your non-verbals? Now there's some time, I've just left a pause for that to sink in. So if you, and you can do this if you have an important statistic or a fact or something that might shock your audience, you know, like 80% of last month's sales were, through mobile devices. Pause. Let that sink in. All right. If you continue to talk, it might go over people's heads. So pausing allows what you've said to sink in. Uh, number two. Uh, it breaks. So, okay. This is another reason why silence is a good thing. It breaks up the monotony. Right. So when you pause and are silent, people actually pay attention and listen up. I remember there was, I remember Nike did an ad once. I'm pretty sure it was Nike. And the ad was uh, people dancing, like doing really cool break dancing, but there was no sound. Maybe it was ass, I can't remember, but there was no sound. And you know how, like when you got the TV on in the background and it's just like shouting ads, like, blah, 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 blah. And they're just constantly trying to Come in from get your rugs for 50% off. And now at blah, 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 come to Adairs and get your doors. Like there's, you know, it's just constant, constant noise, noise, noise. Then all of a sudden, the sound would go off. And I remember thinking to myself, what happened to the TV? Has it turned off? And I look up and there's some guy breakdancing on the screen. <laughs> so the ad was really effective in getting attention because it broke up the monotony. Now, when you're talking, if you're talking just constantly, like blah 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 blah, it becomes almost like this background noise, like kind of like a TV, you know, roll of ads. So when you pause, people go, "Wait, what, what's happening?" This is a great way to actually get people's attention. You know, if you're if some people are being disruptive or in a meeting, if someone's not focused or if they're talking to someone else, you you just stop talking and just stare at them really hard. I've got my. I know you can't see, but I've got my like evil stare on. Okay, maybe not evil, but just give them like a stare, and (laughs) they will look up and go, "Oh crap, she's looking at us." So it totally works. Um, I I love this quote from um French composer Claude Debussy. I think I said that right, Debussy, and he says the he says about music, right? He says the music is not in the notes but in the silence between them. And that's what I love. I love that. The music is not in the notes, but in the silence between them. So he knows how impactful the silence is. And you could say the same for design and white space and where, you know, with good art or with good, good paintings, the white space is what really makes the art pop. Um, and the third reason I want to share with you why silence is a good thing is because it gives you time to think. People come to me and they say, "Oh, I'm worried about remembering everything. It's like, well, yeah, if you pause and you take a deep breath and you get comfortable with that silence, you can actually remember what you're going to say. If you're constantly talking, 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 and your mouth and your voice is come, your mouth and your words are coming out like a stream of consciousness. You're not giving your brain any time to think. Whereas if you say your sentence and stop, think about what you're going to say next, pause, you go, oh, okay, I collect my thoughts and then keep talking. It's as simple as that. So there are many benefits to more silence. Okay, I'm going to now share with you some practical tips on how to use more silence in your communication. And of course, all of these take practice, right? And a lot of these things won't work unless you shift your belief about silence. So first and foremost, I want you to believe that silence is a good thing and see it as see it as a good, helpful communication tool. Um, so the first thing you can do to use more silence is to take a deep breath and simply slow down in general. So if you notice yourself rambling and, you know, your words are coming out faster than you can think, just just, take a deep breath. Just slow it down. Slow it down. It'll give you more time to think. It'll relax you. It'll help to reduce some of that nervous energy. The second thing you can do is to pause before you start talking. I saw a great video from Simon Sinek and he said, He gave a demonstration of when you're about to start talking, let's say someone introduces you. If you come on while people are still clapping, you go, hi, everyone, hi, everyone, thanks for having me. That's nowhere near as effective as people clapping, right? So people clapping, hey, welcome, and then they stop, and then you pause and you survey the audience, and then you say, hi, everyone, thanks for coming today, right? It's a much more powerful opening. So that's to pause before you start talking. I really, I I love this. I love, love this tip. It's a great one. Number three is to, oh, so this is for when you're asking questions. I want you to trust. So let's say that you're um, having a conversation with someone at a networking event or you're conducting an interview. I want you to trust that your question is good. You're, you asked a good question. Okay. Let's say you're in a meeting. Um, and you say you, wanna, you want feedback on the on, on an idea. Ask the question and then stop. And wait, yes, there will be silence as people think about their answer, and that's cool. Just just be cool with that. So you might ask a quick a question and say, So, what do we think of this idea, everyone? Stop. You might be tempted to ask the question again and again in different ways. So it might sound like this. So what do we think of this idea, everyone? Do we like it? Do we not like it? Do we think that we need to improve it? Are there other things that we haven't really thought about that we need to consider, right? This is you rambling. This is you being afraid of the silence and you're thinking, well, I'm just going to keep talking because then that's going to give people to think of answers so that by the time I finish talking, they'll think of an answer so that they'll be able to talk so that there's no awkward silence and then I don't feel awkward about being here and blah, blah, all right? So that's what's going on. So I want you to practice asking a question and stopping. Uh, stop and just stop. Hi, everyone. What do we think of this idea? So what should we do next? Can you tell me why, why do you think this is the best idea for us? Right? Pick one question, pause. Um, something that I've noticed also I'm I'm coaching um, a client at the moment on conducting podcast interviews, and she noticed herself. Well, I noticed this, and I let her know. I noticed that she would ask a question and then sort of trail off. So she'd say, "You know, um, so what are your thoughts on this? Do you think that maybe we could do this, or what?" And she would like fade off, and while she was asking the question multiple times, So that's another thing to be aware of. Number four pause. So this is how you can use more silence. When you're giving a presentation or you're um, sharing an idea in a meeting, decide what your main points are going to be. So let's say you've got three main points. And if you've downloaded my speech and presenta- presentation template, you'll know this, that I have, I, I help you to, um, to decide on what your main points are. I want you to pause between them. So when you're talking about point one and you've talked about it and here's what it's all about and here's why it's great and here's a story that illustrates my point, before you move on to point two, just pause. If you're using slides, you may like to practice pausing in between slides as well. You don't need to say, and, uh, okay, here we are, you know, to avoid that that silence. Just, just, Just practice pausing. And then the final thing I'm going to share with you in terms of how to use more silence in your communication. Uh, now, when this is to do with when being asked a question. So a lot of people are afraid of being asked something um, and having to think of an answer on the spot, right? So impromptu speaking. They think that they have to respond straight away because if they don't, there's that awkward silence. So something that I challenge you to do is that when you are asked a question, pause and think. And I want you to keep telling yourself in your mind, it's okay to pause and think. It's okay to pause and think. You are a human being. You have a mind that needs to think of things. No one's expecting you to answer them straight away. Right? You're not the flash. All right? You're allowed to think about things. So what you can do is communicate non-verbally that you are thinking. So there's a difference between being asked a question and pausing but looking like a deer in headlights, right? Like you freeze up, your eyebrows shoot up, and you look terrified. That's that's very different to pausing but kind of nodding your head, furrowing your brow as if to be like, yeah, I'm thinking right now, yeah? And like you might tilt your head towards them and look at them and give them a slow nod or you might kind of... You know, you'll naturally do this. Your eyes will go up. If you're thinking, your eyes will naturally go up because you're thinking, you're like, yeah. Now, if you do that, the other person isn't going, well, this is awkward because they clearly have no idea what I'm saying. Because your nonverbals, and remember, 55% of your communication is communicated nonverbally, your nonverbals are communicating that, hmm. I'm thinking about this. That's a really good question. I'm taking my time to thoughtfully construct a really beautiful answer. <laughs> All right. So that's what your body language communicates. If you actually do have a brain freeze, so if on the inside you're like deer in headlights, on the outside you're like, hmm, you're doing the pondering face. Now, please don't do a Tony Abbott and just stare and nod and not actually answer the question. Um, For those of you who aren't familiar with Australian politics, um, one of our previous Prime Ministers, Tony Abbott, there was this famous incident where someone asked him a difficult question and he just stared at them and nodded his head. And they were (laughs) – the interviewer was like, Tony, you haven't answered the question. And Tony just kept nodding and staring at him. It was – so awkward. So you're not going to do that, all right? But you're going to thoughtfully ponder it and then you're going to answer the question. So look, those are so those are some ways that you can start to incorporate more silence into your communication. If you have other ways that you do this, then I'd love to hear from you. If you um, head on over to Instagram and uh, tag me and ask me a question, um, I'm at CJ Cantors. I would love to hear from you. Now, this is being silent is so powerful. I, I get people in my workshops to practice this. So I will get people to get into groups of five, for example, and one person will stand up in each group, and I'll say, "Right, thirty seconds. In you're standing for thirty seconds in silence and just stare at each other," and they do that, <laughs> and then I get everyone to clap each other at the end. Um, but that that is how important it is. So I, I force people to to do this, to get up and and be in silence, just to experience what it's like. Now, you might be wondering, okay, Christina, but how do I not feel awkward? Because it just feels so awkward. And I know, I know this, like it it might feel like you're standing up there forever, right? A few seconds of silence can feel like an eternity. But here's the thing. Here, well, here's what I believe anyway. It's only awkward if you make it awkward, right? It's only awkward if you make it awkward, if you stand there and you look really uncomfortable and you look like the deer in headlights, then the audience is going to notice that and they're going to go, oh, oh, that looks, this is awkward. You know, I used to have a friend when I was quite, when I was like 18 and, you know, in conversations, if we had a pause, like a natural pause, which happens, he would go, ribbit. And I'm like, why are you doing that? And it, Or he'd say something like, well, this is an awkward silence. And I'm like, dude. It's only awkward now because you've said that, but before it was just a normal conversational break, like a break in conversation. Anyway, silence is only awkward if you make it awkward. So if you can learn to just relax and breathe through it and look like you're you're thinking, then your audience will also be relaxed. You might also be thinking, uh, but Christina, won't they notice? Won't they notice that I, like, I haven't said anything for like five seconds? Honestly, they won't right? In fact, people will appreciate you slowing down and allowing the information to sink in. They're not thinking, oh man, this person takes a long time in between their sentences. They're thinking about the last thing that you said, right? They're processing what you just said. And plus, they're probably thinking, also thinking about what they're going to have for lunch and when the next bathroom break is and did they leave the iron on that morning? So you don't, you have nothing to worry about. Okay. You're the only person who's going to notice. So that is my challenge for you this week to practice bringing more pauses, more silence into your communication. It's something that I continue to work on. I mean, with this podcast, when I pause, like I don't even get a reaction from you. I can't even see you thinking. So I pause and I'm like, nothing's happening. So I, I feel compelled to like want to keep talking. So even for me, like creating more silence in these podcasts to make them more impactful is something I continue to work on. So I hope that that has been useful for you. And if it has, if you have found this podcast valuable, and if you want to explore how you can get more comfortable with silence and be a more impactful speaker, so if you want to do that and implement this, then I highly encourage you to come on and join us in the C-Method Academy. What we're going to be doing in the community um, over the next week is we will be discussing this very podcast and we'll be sharing our thoughts and our feedback with each other. And I'm going to be in the Slack channel too, you know, giving my giving my thoughts too. Now, we'll be doing this every week for each podcast that comes out. Um, so if you want to take your learnings from this podcast to the next level and Be surrounded by other like-minded individuals who are there to support you, then make sure you join. Again, the link to join is thecmethod.com slash join. That link is also in the description of this podcast in your app. So you can easily tap on that. It'll take you straight to the page with more information. Um, But do get in quick because doors for this round of the academy close on November 1st. So that is next Friday. So you must sign up by next Friday After that, the doors will close and they're not going to reopen again until uh, later in the new year. So make sure you jump on that. All right. Thank you so much for spending some time with me today. Um, Keep on being awesome. And I'll talk to you next week. I'm Christina Cantors and this has been Stand Out, Get Noticed.